Their Coach's Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back to The Coach's Show. The Coach's Show is brought to you by Sir Pizza, whose three Murfreesboro locations offer a huge selection of mouth-watering pizzas, sandwiches, pastas, and wings. Order your favorite pizza online at sirpizzatn.com. I'm Danny Brewer, and I am joined now by Seagull Head Basketball Coach Matt Rigsby. Coach, how are you this morning? Good morning, Danny. How are you, sir? Well, I'm, I'm quite well. I'm, I'm, I'm quite well. You know, it's another lovely morning. We got January uh, is is here, the here and now, and we're in the district schedule. Let's talk a little bit about the Seagull Boys record. What's your record right now, Coach? We are 10 and 8. 10 and 8. And what's your district record? 1 and 0. 1 and 0. Okay, fantastic. Well, I mean – when you think about being 1-0 in this district, got to be good, right? Oh, I agree. Uh, another coach uh, texted me last night. Of course, we aggravate each other. That's what coaches do. Uh, he said, uh, who had uh, the Seagull Stars being uh, the only uh, team so far in the district without a loss? I said, well, after that 3-17 and summer we had, I said, of course I did. You know I did. <laughs> uh, one's coming, I guarantee you. Our district is wild, to say the least, so – Right. Well, and, and the thing about it is, really, top to bottom, it's pretty balanced. I don't know that we've got any great teams, but I don't think we have any bad teams either. No, and I, I don't know at some point it'll happen. I, I honestly think it will. If it doesn't, then everybody better saddle up for a beyond wild district tournament, I can guarantee you. But there might be some separation at some point. You know, some kids may figure something out. Um, uh, some coaches may figure something out about their team that um, – you may have not known before. I mean, that's kind of what happened to us last year. We had to, you know, change completely what we were doing about this time of year, what we were doing offensively. You know, some coach may do that and then take off and catch fire. Who knows, but we'll ride it out and we'll see. Well, let's talk about the win. It was over Oakland, right? That was your district mm-hmm. win, was over Oakland. Talk a little bit about that game because obviously that was a huge uh, stepping stone perhaps for your team. Uh, i tell you what, I, I – I, Really hope it is, and that's a great way of, of putting it. We uh, we out-rebounded them. We outshot them. Um, we guarded their stuff for the most part exactly how we wanted to, game plan-wise, scheme-wise going in. Uh, couldn't be more proud of our kids. Uh, we just really played a, a, a solid basketball game. And I think in this district, I don't think you have to play, you know, just phenomenal and over your skis, I think. If you can just be that consistent team and, and, and play, I guess solid is the word I, I need to use, I think you can be successful on Tuesdays and Friday nights in this district right now. Coach, I know that your game plan revolves around fundamentals and structure. So talk a little bit about how your players have uh, have embraced that. Uh, they didn't early, I can tell you that. But, I mean, we – uh, you know, every kid they love this bat the, the game of basketball. That that you you don't go through two two and a half hours a day, of uh, you know running sprints, you know hitting the weight room, all those good things. Having to endure your coach yelling at you without just loving the game. So you know these kids, my guys are no different. Coach, how much are we gonna get up and down today? You know how much five and five uh, five on five is there on the practice plan today? And I got to kind of warn them sometimes, like no. I need you. I need you to need a little bit more extra focus today because we're not very good in a half court setting versus this, or, or offensively we're not moving without the basketball, cutting hard enough. So we're going to have to slow it down. You're not getting up and down today. 
and they they didn't necessarily like that early on. I mean, 15, 16-year-old kids, I mean, who would? But they have now understood to their credit that eh, coach, coach isn't liking this, so we better be extra locked in and extra focused today. Maybe if, maybe if we're good boys, then he'll let us get up and down more next <laughs> tomorrow. But uh, sometimes you just got to – I mean, you can't play fast until you learn how to play slow. So we've got to slow it down, back to the structure, back to the skill and drill of it. And um, we try to sprinkle that in enough. So that very good point. You gotta you, you can't play fast if if you can't play slow kind of thing. That that's that's fantastic stuff. Uh, fighting that playground mentality, if you will, that's something that I guess every coach faces. Yeah, and and also you know you it, from coach versus player, it's kind of a struggle at times too because. You want to meet them halfway. You know, you want to make sure that they get to play the, the style that they claim that they like to play. Uh, you know, how many players act out there actually claim that they like to play a certain style but yet have enough self-awareness to understand they can't also. So that's where coaching comes in. you got to kind of make them understand that. Um, but I think a healthy mix. I mean, you can get up and down, run, get transition buckets all you want to, but that's great versus Team A. But – Come Friday night, you may play Team B, and they take all that away. So then, how are you going to counter that? You 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 better have a solid half court game in your arsenal too. Understanding versatility, I guess that's 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 one of the keys, right? Yeah, absolutely. And of course, you only have X amount of time per day to to perfect those things. And I don't think any coach to a man would tell you that anything's perfected. But you know, of course, we try. Right. So let's talk a little bit about one of your players, uh, Carter Webb. I think he had a good game last night. Is that right? Yeah, Carter had a um, 28 last night, 22 Tuesday night. So he had a 48-point week uh, and probably averaged six boards within that two-game span this week as well. So it's not like he's only scoring the basketball. Uh, Carter's playing at a pretty high level right now uh, at a confident level. And uh, he's he's excellent teammate, so we're only going to be better for Carter Webb. I can guarantee you that. Do you think that your other kids understand that? Because you know sometimes when you uh, when you got a hot a hot player, then then you you want to roll with him. You want to make sure he gets the ball. You want to make sure he gets his looks. Do, do, does the other team embrace? Do the rest of his teammates embrace that? You think? Oh, absolutely. Uh, I love my guys for that, and uh, that that's there is no selfish mentality that's that's crept into our locker room. And, uh, man, that makes my job so much easier. But, uh, you know, Mac Moss, we played a uh, postseason Christmas tournament, and I didn't even know that they were giving an all-tournament plaques out, you know, per team or whatever. And uh, it went to uh, – of course, I didn't pick it. It went to Carter Webb. We stopped it, hit a Circle K or something, let the bus stop on the way home, let the guys get him a snack. And I caught Mac Moss, and I was like, you know that was kind of a coin flip, don't you? And he goes, oh, Coach, I don't care. Like – Looked at me like, why are you even telling me that? I don't need to hear that. And that's Mac Moss's demeanor. And and uh, he's excellent team guy. If if he scores zero and Carter scores fifty, he's not Mac Moss is not going to care as long as the Seagull Stars get the win that night. Well, and, and I guess that's one of those things where you it's hard to to teach that type mentality. That's something that that's, kids are just born with, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, either you're a team guy or you're not. I mean. We can, as coaches, can get you to understand how important that is. But it is kind of an innate thing. You know, what's your – I'm a baseball guy. You know, in baseball the saying is, what's your makeup? 
So if if your makeup is to be rather of a selfish player, it's not necessarily going to work out for you in a team environment to, because it's as cliche as you need it to be, or as it obviously is. It takes everybody to win a basketball game, especially for a <laughs> Murfreesboro basketball. It takes everybody. Coach, let's talk a little bit about uh, for a basketball here in, in Murfreesboro. Uh, we're in uh, mid-January, so now it becomes that January push. Meet of the district schedule. Uh, a lot of district games in a short period of time. Uh, think think you guys uh, are ready to – do your kids understand that? Because obviously some of these kids have been through this before. Uh, yeah, uh, not many of them. Um, Carter and Mac being really about it. Um, we uh, – if you asked me that question a week and a half ago, whatever the timeline may be, I'd say, yeah, we, we had we played really well, really, again, that solid word I could use over the break, uh, and then come back, I think it was the fourth, fifth, I don't even know, after the break, our first game was Smyrna, credit Smyrna, credit coach Omar Smith. I mean, they just come out and whipped us early, and, and uh, we just didn't play well. We were really out of sorts defensively, not who I thought that, we had pretty much solidified that we were defensively our identity, and uh, but then you know that was the first game after the break. Maybe there was a little malaise there to that. I don't know. And then boom, we come into this week and get a huge district win over Oakland, and then play solid versus Summit and get a homecoming win last night. So I do think that we are who we are now. There's no guessing game. Uh, you know, are our guys going to defend tonight? Uh, so, it, if that's the case, then then it's going to come down to just simply making shots. Coach, do you do you like where you're at on the offensive end of the floor as far as what you guys are doing? I know defense is always important, but what about your offense and, and what you think about that? We, uh, to be honest with you, we're tweaking it daily because uh, I don't like where we're at. I like I like some aspects of it. I love that we understand the importance of uh, when a shot goes up, attacking the glass. Uh, you know, tell our guys every day, you know, if if you want to make mama happy and get your name in the paper for scoring two points, then be an offensive rebounder. That's the easiest way. And uh, so they've adhered to that. Uh, but there's movement without the basketball is key for us right now. If, if there's one area to strengthen, and I mean really strengthen, because <laughs> it gets us in trouble sometimes offensively, it's definitely that. Because I guess you can't afford to be a spectator on offense, right? No, sir. No, sir. Um I mean, it's especially predicated on the things that we want to do with the basketball. Um, you got to have movement around it. Coach, let's talk about what you got coming up this week. We have yeah, no time to celebrate our 2-0 and week. We've got uh, at Blackman Tuesday and then at Riverdale Friday. So, you, you know, I guess maybe the good news about this district is road games don't necessarily have to be Road games, you, your fans can go. They're all all the schools are so close. Uh, but I, I don't know. Is that good news or bad news? What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, you've got you got to play and you got to learn to play in any type of environment. I, one concern I might have is we've got six straight road games. I don't know that I've ever had that before. But as the schedule fell, that's that's that it is what it is. But yeah, we're on the road six straight. Who made that? Was that Wyatt's fault that that schedule was like that? Or no, I would say some of it's my fault. But um, I think because we got a Laverne and Summit again, we've got two district games sprinkled in there, so that that would be my fault. But no, it's just how the district fell, and this is the two-year cycle, and we'll flip a coin and redo the order uh, in the spring when we all meet. 
So when we think about it, though, maybe could this be a positive when you when you talk about build, building mental toughness and and awareness and all this stuff? Because like I said, the postseason will be here before you know it. So could maybe could the six game road stretch be a good thing? I absolutely think it can because uh, talking about playing on the road versus your home court. Um, guess what? Siegel High School is not hosting the district tournament. We'll be playing on the road come then too, trying to win that thing. So lace them up. Get ready and go play. It doesn't matter what gym you're at. Coach, anything else you want to add about Seagull basketball? Uh, no, sir. Just proud of my guys. And, uh, boy, I, I tell you what, I can't uh, say enough about our crowds and our student section, especially last night. Our student section was incredible. That's Coach Matt Rigsby. He's uh, doing things right over there at Seagull. If you want to see some good basketball, go over there and shoot for the stars at Seagull High School. Thank you, Coach. The Coach's Show is brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, Dana Womack, Celeste Middleton, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.